My name is David J. Harris Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris Jr. Show. Family and friends from around the country and literally around the world, are you kidding me? Interview number two with President Donald J. Trump is coming to you live right now. I cannot wait. I am so excited. I got to see President Trump in Naples back in December before I broke my leg. Then I broke my leg and had to reschedule. He was so kind to move me around to say, you know what, I'll I'll do the interview when you are feeling better. So today is the day, and we're going to get into some things, friends. I'm going to talk about the papers that have been released from Pfizer that talk about adverse reactions. I'm going to talk about Ukraine, Putin, Zelensky. We're going to get into a whole heck of a lot today. And I'm obviously wearing my Let's Go Brandon shirt. He saw this and loved it and wanted one. He actually signed a sweatshirt for me. So you like this, you can get it at DavidHarrisJr.com. But uh, so excited to have him on with me today. We're going to get into it. Please hit the share button or retweet button right now. And we're just waiting for the phone call. And wait a minute. I think I hear it ringing. I hear it ringing. Hello. Hello, Mr. President. Donald Trump, how Hi. are you, sir? How are you? I'm Hi, doing, how's it going? I'm doing good, Mr. President. I'm doing good. How are you good, doing David. today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. What's? Uh, how do you want to do this? Well, I just have some questions for you. Uh, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time. I know you are extremely busy, especially okay. wading through the chaos yep. of uh, nonstop misinformation and now oh. with the war in, uh, in Russia and Ukraine. And I just have some questions for you. I'd love to get your opinion on, on a few different issues. Let's go. So Let's go. Ukraine, there has been so much misinformation about Ukraine, about Zelensky, about Putin. Um, just give me your take on what's happening. Obviously, I don't believe, and I, don't, I think most Americans don't believe that Putin would have invaded Ukraine had you still been in office. But there's all this backstory coming out about Zelensky, whether or not he's actually a good leader. Uh, what's this war actually all about? Give me your opinion on Zelensky and on what's taking place in Ukraine. If I were president, this would have never happened, this atrocity. Uh, One of the truly, I think it'll go down as one of the great atrocities in history. Uh, There will never, we have not seen in our lifetime, for the most part, we have not seen in our lifetime anything like it. It's a disgrace. Would never have happened. Putin would have never done it. Yeah, I know I saw a leaked video of you on the phone with John Daly where you, you, you made it very clear not only with President Xi and Putin, that uh, there's no way that they would do any type of invasion on your watch. Uh, but we have weak leadership in the, in the Oval Office right now, if you even can call it leadership. Uh, but what's your personal take on Zelensky? Well, I must tell you, with respect to the fake, and if you look at it, the fake impeachment, that's what it was. It was based on a perfect phone call. Uh, he said there was absolutely nothing wrong with that call. He was very strong. He could have uh, told or misrepresented if he wanted. I had great respect because, you know, there was a lot of pressure on him. And he could have said, well, I took it this way, that way. He said there was nothing wrong with that call. He didn't know what the hell was going on, David. He was saying, like, there was nothing wrong with that call at all. And uh, so I have great respect for him. I, I've always remembered that. You know, he could have said, well, I felt threatened or something. There was nothing to be, be threatened about. Uh, I, so I have great respect for him. And then I see the job he's doing now, not easy, not easy. And uh, he's doing very well, keeping the spirits up as much as you can with this atrocity going on. 
Yes, yeah, I think that he is as well. Um, the thing that's crazy to me is I, I rarely ever find myself on the same side of the Democrats, of Joe Biden, of Pelosi, and yet they're all wearing a Ukrainian pin. They're all pushing and promoting for you know pro-Ukraine, pro anti-Putin. Uh, is it just that simple, that they just also don't want to see war, or is there something else going on behind the scenes, you think? Well, there's, they're doing absolutely nothing to persuade Putin. Like Biden goes on constantly and he'll say, uh, Russia's a nuclear nation or a nuclear day. Well, you don't have to say that, you know, everybody knows that. And I, I rebuilt our nuclear capability during the four years and we have more than anybody, better than anybody. We have, you know, I don't, that doesn't mean you go around talking about it. Now Putin talks about it. I've never seen, uh, a leader outside of Kim Jong-un talking about it so much. He talks about it a lot. And he's got Biden very scared because you look at what, you know, he keeps mentioning it, that we'll never fight. We'll never fight because he's a nuclear power. But, you know, things that you say like that show such tremendous weakness. It sounds so bad. It sounds so bad. Yeah, it does. Uh, how long do you think it'll be? Or do you think that we'll see President Xi invade Taiwan? Oh, it's going to go quickly. I think it's going to go uh, much sooner than people thought. You see, when we surrendered, because it was a pure surrender, I'm the one that got us down to 2,000 troops. We would have taken them out with great dignity and strength, yeah, courage. Uh, we had to get out of that place after 21 years. Nobody did it. I, I'm the one that brought it all the way down to 2,000. The next move was take out our people and our equipment. Nobody was shot. 18 months, nobody was killed. No American soldier was killed in 18 months because of me, because I said, you don't kill him. And I spoke with the Taliban. I spoke to Abdul, but uh, it was uh, just incredible. When we, when we pulled out so incompetently, left behind $85 billion worth of equipment, not even thinkable. The numbers, it's, there's few countries in the world that have any capability like that. $85 billion. And now they're a big arms salesperson. You know, they, they sell arms now. You know yep. that, right? Yep. They're selling rifles. They're selling machine guns. They're selling tanks. They're selling everything. It's disgraceful. When we pulled out so incompetently, uh, she was watching from China, and Putin was watching, and Kim Jong-un, and Iran was watching. When that took place, that was a bad day for America. That was the most embarrassing day in the history of our country, in my opinion. Yeah. I agree. And when they saw that, I guarantee that Putin, he never would have done it on my watch. But uh, if he was thinking about it, if he was uh, undecided about it, when he saw what took place in Afghanistan, that horrible, uh, horrible, incompetent pullout, the way it was done, the way it was executed, leaving dead soldiers behind, leaving American citizens behind, and leaving $85 billion behind of equipment, when he saw that, uh, there is no doubt in my mind that that's when he decided I'm going to do this now. And I'm sure that's probably exactly what President Xi is, is thinking as well. Um, speaking of, uh, of the fallen heroes, uh, the 13 of them from Afghanistan, and I've, I've, my contacts, including uh, Laura Logan, uh, say that there are still probably close to 200 Americans still left in Afghanistan. Joe Biden did not mention them during his State of the Union address at all. Did you watch his uh, his so to address? I did. I did. 
Did you feel emboldened at all, or did you feel like you had been ripped off, that he was using so much of your normal, uh, your, 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 your rhetoric, your mentioning, your, your America first, build American, hire American, buy American? He was ripping you off. He was yeah. plagiarizing everything that you had to say. What was going through your mind yeah. when you heard Joe using well, your phrases? He was. A lot of people say that, too, when he was using a lot of what I, what I did. Uh, the difference is he doesn't do it. And he even talked about the border. We have to strengthen our border. Well, he uh, he's not going to do anything on the border. I mean, the border could be finished, completed in three weeks, and he missed that opportunity. It's uh, millions and millions of people are pouring into our country. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. Millions and millions of people from prisons and jails from other countries, they're dumping them into the United States. And uh, it's incredible. So, no, I thought it was a... I mean, even the uh, radical left didn't give him even decent reviews. That no. speech, I think that speech was a disaster for everybody, actually. But uh, you look at Ukraine, you look at the borders, you look at the economy, you look at inflation, which is going to rip us apart. And today we just hit an all-time high in energy prices. And uh, if you look at uh, oil, yeah, we're $130. they just hit an all-time high. Yeah. Yep. Nobody's and, ever seen that before. And instead of going to get uh, worse. And instead of remember, I was the, saying you're going to pay seven, eight, nine dollars. Yes. For gasoline. I posted your and video from that. Turned from, out to be right. I posted a video clip from you before the election, saying that if Joe Biden got in yep. office, gas would be at six, seven, and eight dollars. And it is. It is. It's like oh, yeah? you're. You nailed it. And nobody thought it would be this soon. Think of it. It's like nobody ever thought possible that it would be this quick it's uh it's incredible yeah that's the scary part honestly it's the very scary part for those that love our country uh is can we yep. even make it you know if if we take back the senate and the house in the midterms can we as a country even make it to 2024 when we have the where we'd have the opportunity hopefully to vote for you again for president I don't know. Uh, I think our country's gone down so fast. And I say, if you took the five worst presidents in the history of our country, added them up, put them together, they haven't done as much damage as the Biden administration, Joe Biden. It's uh, it's crazy. It's just it's just crazy. But that's your start. We have to uh, you have to win the House. They cheat on elections. They rig elections. Uh, but we have to win the House. It would be very important. It's hard with McConnell because he's so bad. You know, he's so he's such a bad representative for the Republicans, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we have to take back the House. We have to take back the Senate. Vernon Jones, Representative Vernon Jones. And then we Jones, have to have a great 24. Absolutely. Representative Vernon Jones said that if we do take back the House, he would nominate you for Speaker. Have you entertained that or heard that idea? What are your thoughts on that? I know, but I know a lot of people talk about it. It's <laughs> a lot of people talk. Look, people are very, very upset with what's going on in our country. And, you know, we had four amazing years despite all the hoaxes and the scams and the Russia, Russia, Russia fake stuff that they made up. Turned out to be a total made-up story, which I knew. You knew. A lot of yes. people knew. Oh, but yeah. It was a fake made-up story. And despite all of that, we had... That's why the book that I did has done so well. Oh, you know, huge. The, uh, massive. Our journey together has been as massive hit because people want to go back to that period of time despite the hoaxes that they perpetrated. You know, these are bad people. These are people that made up stories and, and uh, just and they've been caught. Now let's see what happens. We're going to yep. see what happens. 
Speaking of bad people, I know you went to, you went to uh, the World Economic Forum in 2020. Um, I actually pulled out a few things that you said that I thought were absolutely beautiful. You said, we are committed to preserving the majesty of God's creation and the natural beauty of our world. To embrace the possibilities of tomorrow, we must reject the prophets of doom and gloom and their predictions of the apocalypse. Uh, these alarmists always demand the same thing, absolute power to dominate, transform, and control every aspect of our lives. I don't think you were invited back after that, but what's your take on uh, Klaus Schwab, author of The Great Reset on COVID-19, uh, which he had the book published in July of 2020, literally right after the pandemic broke. What's your, what's your take on Klaus Schwab and, and some of the people that was spoke there? Well, I was invited back. Uh, I got, I drew the biggest crowds by far, so they'll always have you back. But no, I was invited back, but I didn't go. Uh, that was after the election. Uh, I didn't go. But uh, no, I've always gotten along with them. I went a couple of times. I, I enjoyed it. And I, you know, gave them a different, uh, a different viewpoint, perhaps, than what they're used to hearing. But it was very respectful. And uh, it was, what I said was very well received. Make America great again. America first. It was very well received, I must tell you. So I didn't have a problem, and I didn't have a problem with him. The uh, I know there's a lot of people that are concerned about that book, The Great Reset, where he basically talks about a worldwide monitoring ID system that would monitor every aspect of a person's life and biometrics. Um, his uh, One of his chief uh, doctors, advisors, Dr. Yuval Noel Harari, spoke at the conference and basically specifically said that they have the ability to hack organisms specifically talking about people, he said humans, and this would be the ability to give, give elites the power. Like this is on video, this is him saying it. He's talking about re-engineering the future itself. And then a lot of people then are curious on what he means when he says that today we have the technology to have human, human, hack human beings on a massive scale. Uh, he goes on to say it's, it's never good to let a good, a good crisis go to waste and in this current crisis we have to follow the science. Um, when you think about him saying stuff like that, and then I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the Pfizer, the pages, the, the report that they were forced to release that the judge, uh, Mark Pittman said, uh, no, you can't wait 75 years to release the information on this vaccine, but the information that was, that was forced to be released, the FDA's center for bio, bio uh, biologics, uh, biologics evaluation and research uh, shared that there was 1,291 different adverse events following vaccination, and they knew that before they went to get the emergency use authorization. Have you seen those documents yet? I haven't. I've heard about them, and I'm sure there are a lot of people looking into them, but I'll tell you what we did with Operation Warp Speed has been praised by everybody. I think you would have had, you would have had 50 to 100 million people dying all throughout the world. So, you know, the Operation Warp Speed has been, and, and, and don't forget also Regeneron and all of the therapeutics that we came up with. And obviously then the gowns and the goggles and the masks and uh, the the ventilators were so important. You know, our country had almost no ventilators and we went into business and within a few months we were making ventilators for the world. So, you know, so we've really gotten great, great, uh, even by the other side, I must tell you, that's the one thing. The Operation Warp Speed has been a, a tremendous success. I, I agree with you. I think that Operation Warp Speed was huge and amazing. And, and here's the thing, Mr. President. I trust you. I think the majority of, the, of, of your base trusts you, loves you, and appreciates you. The issue is 
we don't trust the pharmaceutical companies. And when the pharmaceutical yeah. companies keep information like this from the public, one Pfizer representative actually said that their vaccine did not correlate with Operation Warp Speed, which is, in my opinion, a good thing because the total number of adverse reactions uh, are in the millions. If you go to VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, it's over a million people that have had adverse reactions from the vaccine. In my opinion, it's a mm. good thing that they are distancing you from that, which is what I've tried to uh, share on my show for you, is yes, Operation Warp Speed, amazing, but we don't trust the pharmaceutical companies. Add to that what these guys like Klaus Schwab and these elites have said that they want to do with hacking humans, and you've got something that sounds diabolical, whether, yeah. whether it is or not. Again, it's, it's all conjecture at this point, but um, absolutely appreciate Operation Warp Speed, and I hope that you can look into those documents. Yahoo actually reported on it. Yeah, and I will, I will do that, actually, because I'm not a big fan of uh, the people, some of the people running the pharmaceuticals. I think they're bad news. Absolutely. And uh, they make a fortune. They uh, they misrepresent the facts in many, many cases. I am not a big fan, and they wouldn't be a fan of ours either. I mean, they would not, under any circumstance, be a fan of mine because I put them through the ringer. Yeah. yeah but uh, they, uh, they've made many misrepresentations having to do financial misrepresentations. And uh, so I'm not a, I'm not a big uh, a proponent, probably maybe in many ways less than you. I will tell you that, David. In, in many ways, less than you. Well, uh, I appreciate hearing that. I think the, I, my audience will appreciate hearing that because, again, absolutely love what you did for Operation Warp Speed. Appreciate it. But we don't trust the pharmaceutical companies. And with this information that they tried to help, hold on to for 75 years, they didn't want to release this information for 75 years. They were forced to by this judge. And now we find out that they knew there were adverse reactions uh, in the thousands before they went and pushed and got emergency use authorization. I was on a show with Dr. Ben Carson just this last week, and he shared that the reason that the mainstream media, the FDA, uh, NIH, why they were pushing against any alternative working was because if there's an alternative like uh, ceratavir uh, or ivermectin, if there's an alternative that works, they can't get EAU. So they pushed everything else aside to get EAU to get this and then or hydroxy i mean look and hydroxychloroquine you know, I was, absolutely i was a proponent because frankly it was very inexpensive four cents a pill and at worst it wasn't going to hurt you it's been around for 70 years and very effective on certain problems as you know and uh, so i was amazed at the level of craziness that took place because even if it didn't work and and a lot of people think it did there are some very good doctors that think it had a profound impact uh, they would not allow it. It was it was crazy. I should have I should have come out and said how bad it was. If I said how bad it was, everybody would have approved it. But the beauty of hydroxy was that even if it didn't work, it's not going to cause a problem. Right. And it's been tested for years. And uh, from the drug company standpoint, they hated it because it's anywhere from three to four cents a pill. That means there's no profit. You know, you don't make any money on that. Pfizer. And so it's uh, you know I dealt with I dealt with the drug companies uh, for. A long time, and I had my real disputes, and I had big disputes with the FDA also, and the way they handle things. It, you know, normally would take it would take nine years to twelve years, five years at best, to get things approved. And uh, I got it. I got it done. I got what we had. I got it done in less than nine months. So you know, we did a job. But I am uh, not. You'll never find me as a proponent because I I dealt with them, and I don't like what they did. I don't like their methods. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's our sentiment exactly. 
I got two last things for you here, Mr. President. I'm not sure if you know the name James Katulis. He's a good friend of mine. Um, he took on uh, the MF Global, uh, John Corzine, former big Obama donor and then former director for Hillary Clinton of the FBI, Louis Free. They, uh, they tried to basically get away with $7 billion um, from MF Global, from Americans' money. He was hailed as the white knight of Wall Street. He got $7 billion back, and he did it pro bono. He's a huge, huge um, supporter of yours. He gave over $100,000 at a fundraising donation for you. And he has started something around this whole message of let's go, Brandon. I know when I saw you in Naples, I know what you said when I said let's go, Brandon. You said I like the other one too. But as far as most conservatives, it's something that people can uh, can get, get on with. I'm actually wearing the let's go, Brandon, with the skull, the American flag, and your hair that I saw you at in Naples. That I, uh, Brad said you signed one for me. Oh, I'm that's still funny. Waiting. That's funny. I'm still waiting to get it. Yeah. But uh, what's your thoughts on the let's go, Brandon movement? Well, it's happening. I'll tell you, it is happening. I see it all the time. People are breaking into that chant, and it is the nicer version, certainly, of what it is supposed to represent, as you know better than anybody. So it's certainly a nicer, calmer version. But no, it's happening. A lot of great people involved in that movement, too, you mentioned. But uh, it is uh, it is something that's going on, and the chants are breaking out all over. No matter who's speaking, the chants are breaking out. Yes. And... Uh, even Biden liked it, if you think about it, right? They asked him about it, and he thought it was great. He thought it was wonderful. His wife was mortified, but he thought it was wonderful. Yeah, he did. He said uh, at that interview, he, he said, let's go, Brandon, I agree. So James Katulis is a major stakeholder in this meme token. Uh, the meme token is let's go for let's go, Brandon. And James wanted me to give you 500 billion of these let's go tokens. So they are yours, uh -huh. Mr. President. They are earmarked well, for you. And uh, they, the sounds good to me. I don't know exactly what it means, but it sounds good to me. <laughs> well, the thing, the things they want to do with this to this token is support the truckers. They want to support firemen, police, nurses, doctors that have been good. fired because of the because of the the yeah. jab mandate. Uh, they're going to do a lot of amazing things with this token. So 500 billion tokens are yours. Uh, let's go tokens are okay. yours. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I don't know. That sounds good. I tell you what, those groups are the right groups to support, though. They're great. Absolutely. Those are great patriots, great people. Absolutely. And final question, did you get your card in the mail on that nice Tiffany, uh, that nice Tiffany frame, the Trump card, the Patriot deck? I would have to check. I don't know, David. All right. I, know I, I don't know. I, I, I would to, have to check. I, I talked to Dan Scavino. It would have just been this last week. I talked to Dan Scavino. He got his. Oh, I see. Well, I'll the, find out very shortly. We'll let you know. I, I don't know. So the Patriot deck, it's got, instead of an ace, it's got you on there, Mr. President, the Trump card. Good. Um, and then obviously we've got the Joker, uh, Joe Biden, and Joker Fauci. Uh, the king is, uh, king is General Flynn, Jack is Dan Scavino, and Queen is Sidney Powell. But the Patriot deck something we just put together for Patriots, and I know we sent those to you. So I just want to say thank you so much, sir. Always an absolute pleasure. Still would love to get an in-person interview where I can be suited and booted and sit down. And I've got a lot to talk about, but I tried to cram it, obviously, for today. But I so appreciate you. Appreciate your time. And like I said in Naples, we're praying for you. We're praying for you and Melania well, you. and your family. We believe that you've been placed in the positions you are in this country for such a time as this. Believers and Christians alike are unifying, especially with this clown show that is the current Joe Biden administration. We're praying for you. We're believing for you. And did you make it official on the golf course when you said uh, 2024? 
Uh, we're looking at it seriously, and uh, as you can imagine, I think you're going to be happy. I think that a lot of people are going to be happy, and they hate what's happening with our country. Our country has never been lower. We've never been uh, at a point where we've had so little self-confidence. This country has lost its confidence. It's got no leadership. It's a disaster. I think a lot of people will be happy. We'll see what happens. I think Good. they'll be very happy. That's enough. That's all I need to hear. I know, I'll, I know if you're telling me I'm going to be happy, I know what that means. I, I'm going to be very happy. Mr. President, thank you so much for joining me today, sir. God bless you. We're praying for you. And uh, I'll see you at the next event. Thank you, David. God bless you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. And there you have it, my friends. Are you kidding me? Another interview with President Donald J. Trump on, on the books. Uh, even better than the first one, even longer than the first one. He gave me a lot of time, and we dug into some things. Uh, friends, if you love the David J. Harris Jr. show and podcast, one of the best ways you can support me is to get over to MyPillow.com and get something for yourself. Yes, Mike Lindell is my number one sponsor. He loves my news. He loves the truth that I bring. Use the code HONK. He's supporting the truckers, the U.S. convoy right now, more than anybody else that I know. Use the code HONK at MyPillow.com, and he'll know you heard it here, but get yourself something nice. I've got his bathrobe. I've got his slippers. I've got his, uh, his mattress topper. I love it all. Find something over there at MyPillow.com my and use that code HONK. And share this, please, with 15, 25, 50 friends. President Donald Trump, he answered some questions today that I have not heard anybody else asking him. So God bless you guys. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show.